You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dad's After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dad's After Show. Looking live. Everybody. That means we're all true players. Even Marissa's That's right, doing Marissa. It. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Good evening. Welcome to AfterBuzz TV's After Show for Dads on Fox. We are going to wrap up Season 1, Episode 16, called Warner's Got It Made. I am your host, Lauren Leonelli. I am Kevin John. And I am Jennifer Golden. Uh, we had some, this music really makes me in the mood for this episode because at the end I felt like maybe this is what Camilla could have been dancing to. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. If you were a stripper, Kevin, what Ooh. would your song be that you would come out and like just make it rain, people would make it rain for you? So I would come out and people would make it rain for me. I would probably have to go with Beat It by Michael Jackson. Oh, it can't, it, be- that's <laughs> an interesting pick because I feel like. Maybe there might be um, a homosexual crowd that might beat it as they're watching you. Absolutely. See, that's what I'm going for. Okay. You know, I, I, appeal to the masses. Gay strippers get the more money than I think straight so. strippers. I'm I just agree. saying. This is happening. Jen, what would your song be if you were a stripper? I'm Every Woman by Whitney Houston. I'm just kidding. I'm so just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to think of the weirdest song I could pick. I'm Every Woman. Yeah, by Whitney Houston. Um, From the Bodyguard. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, maybe Your Body by uh, Lady Gaga and R. Kelly, because that's just oh. scandalous. What do you want? Mine was, before Chan- Channing Tatum stole it, it was Pony by Genuine. Ooh. Oh, that's a classic. One. Totally stole it. But he's amazing doing that. Oh, yeah, but that was my song. So I don't know. I'm going to still stick with it because it was my song years before that movie came out, just so you all know. Yeah. Genuine Pony. That song did come out in like '96, so I yeah. loved it. I was like I was not even. I wasn't even born then, but it was, I'm sure, uh, a very popular song. <laughs> You're 12 now, of yes, course. I look, yeah. Anyway, um, okay. So the reason why we were talking about this is because we had a little strip tease poll, not strip tease, but a pole dance by Camilla at the end of the episode, which we sort of teased on the show, um, on our after show a couple of weeks back, and I made a prediction that uh, Warner was going to get on the pole, and. My prediction came true. That seems to be happening for you with the show. I'm just saying I'm the queen of It's kind of like you almost have an inside source I don't, or something. There's a lot of insider you know. trading going you know what? on here. Uh, I don't even try and make me out like I'm the wolf of AfterBuzz TV. Ooh. Because I'm not. I did not have any inside knowledge on that. I would never cheat you or you at home. That was a real life prediction. And you're watching it come true right now before your eyes. It's pretty amazing. It's amazing. So if you can foresee the future, what is going to be season two, episode one? Ooh, oh, snap. so you're predicting there's a season two. Absolutely. I like this positive thinking. I like Absolutely. this positive thinking too. I don't know. We'll, we'll save that for actual predictions. I just want to call myself out and say that I happened to make a very awesome prediction that came true. And thank you very much. It was funny. Um, I wanted to see more of Camilla this episode. Yeah. The past two episodes, they sent her away to visit her sister. And no. then this one... 
Um, she was just in bed. But it's cute. She had that pole scene at the end. Yeah, yeah. she did that. That pretty much made up for the whole episode, if you ask me. Except I did think, I know it sounds kind of stupid because it was like short and whatever, but I thought it was so good. The one little scene that she did have where she screamed in bed and was like, call the, the, the neighbor's password is password. And it was Oh, funny. yeah, that was. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that scene, too, when cute. the guy came in to yeah, get Warner to go inv- to work. The home invasion. Right. Like, I thought she was good because it wasn't like that. She's like, she has diamonds. <laughs> and it wasn't like, <gasps> she was... You know, sometimes sitcoms can cross over into the, like, hokey kind of acting when they're like, I'm acting scared. But, right. like, she was still funny, but also acting really, like, seemed really scared. Right. Like, oh, I'm panicking, and this is what's coming out, and it's still funny and cute, you know? Right. Instead of, I like, like that, like, the password was password and not, like, diamonds or, like, something stupid like, open me. Yeah, or one, two, three, four, or whatever. I just know I would never want to live next to Camilla if her house was ever burglarized. Right. She just send you the oh, yeah, to the next you, house. You would, yeah, right. No, I'd be screwed. Yeah, that's true. that's why you never tell anyone your password. Well, maybe that was a lie. Maybe they just said their password was password. Maybe, but still, they they were dealing with people who uh, are very good at um, what, what did they kept saying? Um, axing? No, uh, whacking, whacking people. Now, finally, we have an episode that deals with the stereotype of my people. <laughs> the Italians. That's Italians. true. Until that I was episode, waiting for this. They've covered all other grounds. And we finally got the Italian stereotypes. And they're in San Francisco, which is where I'm from. So it just ends up working out so well. I loved it that the Italians were also the ones like dishing out the stereotypes. Like when he like, uh, what was his name again? Johnny said yeah. to Veronica, he's like chopsticks. Yeah, they drop <laughs> or lotus flower. Yeah, oh my little lotus flower. Um, and then he called Warner chipmunk head, chipmunk and head. I cracked up the pencil on the top, the pencil yeah. on the top of the pencil. Yes. <laughs> Dude, they were they were hitting it hard with. They did not separate. hold back on a toddler Italian mobster stereotypes. No, they did not. Like <laughs> Zambroni, they went overboard. Or Jabroni, yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, they totally went for it, and I liked it. And I, I mean, look, it's like it was fun. Every yeah. every race, religion, background, sexual orientation—it's all up for great. It's all fair game on the show, right? Like, mm-hmm. Whatever you specifically attach yourself, they're gonna like call out the stereotypes and be funny about it and be ridiculous about it. And this was totally ridiculous and funny. And I'm finally glad that my people got a shout out on dads. Holla to the Italians. So did they, did they represent your people good? Totally did. Um, it's so funny too because my brother and I, when we were younger, used to be obsessed with figuring out if our grandparents <laughs> knew if any of their friends were in the mafia. And my grandpa was like, "No, we no, but no." And we're like, "There was this guy that lived down the street," and we're like, "Gramps, Al Gatelli is totally in the mafia." <laughs> and he's like, "No, he's not." And we're like, "Yes, he is." Like something happened. And he was like, he he wasn't. He was like paralyzed or something. And I just feel like he was in the mafia. I really, hopefully nobody in his family is listening to this because I don't know if he is or isn't, but he has passed away at this point. However, my grandma chimed in with, well, I don't think I know anybody that's in the mafia, but my friend from high school's father did get shot on the steps of a church on Easter Sunday. So maybe, oh, you think? I mean, who gets shot on the steps of a church on Easter Sunday? I'm pretty sure that dude was in the mafia, Graham. Hate to break it to you, but let's like, so I don't know. Anyway, I just, I, it, there's always this, um, exciting mystere, I think, about it. It's so right? interesting. Like, I thought about this recently, actually. I don't know why, but I was like, why are we obsessed with the mafia? Like, they're yeah. not a good thing. It's not like they're out running around doing good deeds. Know, like, but- they're not Robin Hood in some way. No. They're doing bad things. Right. Um, 
But why are we so mystified but by them? why is there an excitement and like a glam to it? I think it's don't maybe just know. the way Hollywood has perceived it for I, so long. You know, right? I, I don't know if it's necessarily in obsession with it is more is just overall intrigue. Yeah, it's a mystery. You, know, yeah. you, you really don't... The Godfather, exactly. I think. Yeah. Casino, yeah. um, Goodfellas, like Goodfellas. all these movies obsessed they make it seem like you want to be on that inside track the sopranos you wanted to be part of their family even though you did not want to be part of their family (laughs) i know that's what i'm saying i just feel like it was a good subject to have this be about but it it was bringing back memories of my brother and i having obsessions about like who do you know that's in the mafia grandma who do you know that's in the (laughs) mafia i'll say if you know friends of the mafia you're covered for life like you are or good to go. You're not because they take like, a ride with you and then you die. You do not want to take a ride you with don't anybody. Don't want to take a ride. That, that was is the, true. That, I thought was really funny. Also, the meatball. Oh yeah, was the so talking meatball not funny but hysterical. But it was <laughs> funny though. I mean, even when he said the idea and it's a talking meatball and he tells you, I'm like, that's perfect. Well, when it actually played out at the end. Yeah. And he was like, oh, like, I forget what he said, but it was like, it was really happening to him. It was an adult meatball. Yeah. yeah. That was like experiencing something at the moment. And that to me was really funny. Yeah. I, was I like, liked- not only is it a meatball, but it's like an angry old meatball. Yeah. I liked that <laughs> added touch. And, and, uh, it was interesting that. Crawford knew these because Crawford he always has connections to people or things but they're always like random and odd like you think that he has a lot more um like clout than he really does and then you find out it's just like oh that you know he carries a briefcase and he has like nothing in it or right he never really has had a job but like he has all these people that he talks about or all these connections so Crawford's always bringing in these connections and these outside sources, then they all end up getting kind of out of control because they're not really something that he had an actual relationship with. And I don't think he also has the capacity to vet anything appropriately. Totally. So it's like, oh, yeah, I have an Italian friend. I don't know. He might kill you. He yeah. killed a horse. Like He strangled a horse. So <laughs> no, big. Mean, no big deal. NBD. Um, so, yeah, it's always kind of, you know, uh, something's going to go awry when Crawford's like, hey, I know this person. They could help you. And you're like, yeah, but you don't really know this person, but let's get him in here. So it was funny to uh, kind of know based on, you know, the 15 episodes prior that that's sort of the way it goes. Right. And to, to watch it unfold and have this guy, you know, um, give them these ideas and this inside knowledge and then say, you know what? You don't have to pay me, but just you, you owe me whatever. And then turn right back around and be like, remember that time when I said <laughs> that you was owe funny. me? That was the hilarious. The favor I thought was a little silly. What was To it? have the game, like to oh. play poker at. Well, they just needed a place to maybe do some illegal gambling or start maybe have like a, a home office because right. everywhere else gets burned down. They burned. were they were trying to start like um I don't think it was just a poker game. I think it was like yes, but that's also they were trying to make like a home base for a second to have some illegal activity pass through and then go. Is yeah. the kind of maybe I was digging deeper then. You were just like looking into your roots and you're like, Well, what did they do then? And like when my grandpa used to play poker uh oh no I'm kidding he didn't do that um but uh yeah I I thought that that poker game was kind of like a start of stuff was about to go down and then you meet all the Italian friends and they're all you know in their like jumpsuit things oh that was I thought that was funny when when Crawford was in the tracksuit when he came when, yeah. wasn't he in like yeah the orange tracksuit wherever it was oh and of course David with his like snide remarks oh. I, he's so deadpan I do like that his He's so confident and will say whatever. Yeah. It does get a little like testy sometimes when it's like so angry or mean. Yeah. But I liked when he was like, 
it works well in that scene. Right. Yeah. I thought. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I want another note from you. But um, it worked well in this instance, I thought. Because it was kind of reminded me a little bit of if you saw American Hustle. Yeah. Where they're like totally afraid of these mafia guys. And then Jennifer Lawrence's character comes in. She's like, these guys? You afraid of these guys? Hey, you guys. And then she like sits down and just says whatever she's like, she you says. you look like you can buy me a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the, that's kind of what David in right. the situation was like, what? I don't, I don't, you, you don't scare me. I don't even know who you are. I just kind of was him. Right. You know? It just, I really liked how he was just offending them over and over again. Like right. after he already said the first, I forgot, I, I forgot the first he was one like, was I God. Or, oh yeah. He's like, he there, was there is like, no, there God. no God. And then just keeps, and then the guy gets up and he's like, yo, and then, um, or something like that. I yeah. forgot his reaction, but it was very. I think they un- said, "Hey." Of course, you you know because you have the connection there. <gasps> mm-hmm. So, um, and then he was like, uh, "They're like, do you want to play?" And he's like, "I don't bet. Betting's for idiots or something." Idiots, yeah. yeah. And then he says at the end of that scene, I think the guy said, "My God!" And then he was like, "There is no God!" It just screams it out yeah. again. And yeah. I was like, "He just—that's yeah. what I love about his character." Like, well, I think people, <laughs> though, you know, uh, f- from movies or whatever, when there's an authoritative type of figure or someone you're supposed to be afraid of, in this instance, people in the mafia, everyone around them acts different. They act like they're, you know, they're walking on eggshells. They're trying not to say the wrong thing. It's funny when you get a character like David, who it's—it's it's perfect <laughs> that it's him, and that's why that deadpan yeah. worked because. He didn't, he doesn't change who he is for anybody. Yeah. Right. He says what he says no matter what. He doesn't care if he's offending you or not. It's almost like he doesn't even think about that. He's just him all the time. Right. And in this instance, it, it was a pretty funny interaction, um, because the risk was so like, oh God, um, within the bounds of sitcom, obviously. Right. <laughs> so then Warner is super drunk and bets yes. away the company and loses his that was hand. Hilarious. And he would do that too, because he's like the chick that would get right. super drunk and it was just funny. So he bets the company, and there yeah. goes the company. And what did he? What was he going to get if he won? Was it just all the, the money? Chips all the money on the, the table. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's and worth putting like, up your company. And do you? Okay. So then the next day we see that the the whole office is like converted, completely redone, and there's it's like a strip club in there, a strip pole <laughs> in the. Uh, <laughs> where uh veronica's desk was and i love how warner threw in that there's always those really funny subtle lines that kind of help explain things just a little bit more and make the previous scene or situation more funny because he's like i mean i gambled her company away i was up a whole eight dollars and i decided like it was like there was probably not a lot of money on the table right. he was only up eight dollars and then he was betting a multi-million dollar company with the up $8 bet that he had. It just made it even more funny because he obviously made a stupid decision. Right. They're all in there like freaking out. What are we going to do? And um, they decide to go. We got to, you know, Warner tries to, he he has his moments where he tries to get in there and take care of business. And- he like put his foot down and I actually respected him and I thought maybe Johnny would also respect him. Because Johnny, we, I will say, it wasn't out of the ordinary to think that this, this mobster might kind of let him off the hook because you do see, you saw little bits and pieces where he was kind of nice. Right. It wasn't totally out of the ordinary to uh-huh. think that this guy might be like, okay, all right, I'll help you out a little. And maybe there might be something attached or not, but it wasn't like, okay, this guy, what is Warner wasting his time for? Right. They, they let that in there so you would think maybe there might be something happening and i loved the capiche did you just capiche me did you just double capiche me i used to get told capiche all the time when i was little really yeah what okay what does capiche what is like you understand understand? so understand like get it like like do you comprehend what i'm saying like you finish you say something like kevin uh, go to your room do you or this is the last time you're doing that do you get it but instead you say capiche 
But it's like, I feel like a lot firmer, like capiche or you die. Like you either get it or that's it. If you're in the mafia. Yeah. Right. No, capiche means like you understand what I'm saying right now. Do you ever use capiche? I don't, but I think I'm going to. Let's start. Let's, <laughs> Let's bring start it back. Let's start We should, yeah. Absolutely. Capiche. Hashtag capiche. Mm. How do you spell capiche? K-A-P-I-C-E? C-A-P-I-C-E, I think. No, you don't. I don't know. But not at all K. I mean, you're like in a whole other language. Italian's a different language than English. I don't think they even use Ks. No, I don't think they do. And I think it's like... P I C E capiche. I yeah. don't know. My I, friend, I think you're right. You know, yeah. we'll have to we'll consult in it. Bang that, it. That's the yeah. word of the day, capiche. Anyway, um, but yeah, the double capiche was funny. He put his foot down. I thought for a moment maybe he might give him an out, and then they took him for a ride. Yeah. So clearly, we've got everyone. Of course, it's always the gang. All of them went. All of them. Edna, <laughs> and I think it's funny. Oh, and Edna was. Oh, Edna was hilarious with her Italian racism. Oh, she they was great. They come to our country. They don't speak the language, and they take all of our jobs. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> and I love when she was like, um, "We she, have a capiche spelling." We, I interrupted we do. You. One of our C A P I S C. I forgot the S. I yeah, knew it. But that's good. Now we know. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank hashtag you. capiche spelled correctly. We will hashtag um, that tonight. I love when Edna was like, "You cannot have my job." Yeah. Like when he was like, can I help you with that? She's like, no, you cannot help me. Yeah. Cannot have my my job. job. (laughs) Oh my God. I thought that was funny. I love that they brought in Edna. And you know, again, these little, these little snippets of characters, like especially in this episode, it was very focused on Warner and Eli, who are the main characters. But you know, Camilla's part totally came into play and made sense. David's like little one liners made sense. It wasn't like it didn't feel stretched. Everyone had their part for a reason and made it that much more funny. And, um, you know, they go to get, and I had a feeling in the car with Warner and the, the computer, the, I knew he was going to save the day with that. I knew he was going to save the day with that. That was funny when he threw out interface and they were like, what? Yeah. He's (laughs) like, you can fix that. So obviously that saves the day and the gang comes to save him. Allah, it reminded me a lot of the episode where they, they go to get the abused fathers from that. And also when they went to get Get the tape back. They went, uh, the, oh, yeah. the chimney. Chimney, the yeah. chimney yeah. and the video game. The video, right. yeah. They often do that, and it's funny when they come in a pack because they're all so visually funny next to each other. Right. You've got Seth Green, and then you've got the two old guys, and Edna, and, and then the cute little Veronica on this. It's just such a funny visual, I think. And they're yeah. always very ineffective. Totally. Even, like, when they go with the team, like the pack, they go... But they don't accomplish anything. They don't accomplish anything. It somehow works itself out regardless. It works. But they don't help. Totally well, works. It was funny because Eli out. was like, what, are we, what am I going to do? Like before they went there, he's like, okay, we got to come up with a plan. I don't know what the plan is or I don't yeah. know what I'm going to say. Yeah. And you know, you could see when they arrive that they're clueless. Like they're, yeah. they're like the superhero that has no superpower. Totally. Right. They, Fortunately for them, like you said, Jen, the situation works itself out before they get there. So they yeah. come and sort of take the credit for saving the day yeah. but they never really do he, Warner had already worked it out that I like that he just walked in like sauntered and like oh hey guys how are you yeah yeah hey like no big deal and they were all worried um and yeah I mean he you know he had worked it, himself out a deal with them that they fixed all of their computer stuff and they downloaded some program called Skippy amazing <laughs> Skype and now they can do their whacking over the internet that was great when he's good. like sit tight and somebody will come to whack you soon yes and then, of course, we always have the button on the end where, uh, you know, the, they got their business back. And, and Veronica usually is the one to kind of lay down the business right. deal. So she took care of that, as always. They get back to the office. It's back to normal. And they're very upset that, you know, Seth Green's missing his white wine stripper character. And um <laughs> and we see what they did with the stripper pole, which was then 
the scene with Camilla, and that was hilarious. Yeah. Especially Perfect hilarious. button on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially hilarious because then Warner's like, my turn, instead mm-hmm. of saying, like, oh, sexy wife, jump on me. Like I said was going to happen. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah. If they ever need John Viner, if you need an extra writer, call me. What? I don't know if that was like a, a flirtation no, uh, kind of. If you need ever need extra writer. As um, you're unbuttoning, I, I your flannel's open, call I, me. I didn't mean it that way. I meant uh. it literally. <laughs> um, no, I, I enjoyed this episode and, um, and I, like I said, what I really liked about it is that everyone kind of fit in and it didn't seem forced and mm-hmm. they gave a shout out to my people. They did. They did Absolutely. a big shout out. Yeah. Makes me want turkey meatballs. Oh, that sounds good right now. Yeah. And wine. You know, I'm not much of a meatball kind of guy. Really? But really? You I, haven't had the right meatballs, obviously. Yeah. Apparently. Maybe. We need to have a meatball off. Yes. Ooh, we Capiche. Should do that. Capiche. Let's do that. All yes. right. Um, let's get into some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Okay. Well, I have a little bit of news. Um, Peter Riegert, he is okay, but he had, um, he wasn't feeling very well, went to the doctor and found out that he needed to have a little heart surgery open an artery with a stint situation um clearly it's major because it's surgery into your heart but he recovered very quickly and is okay so that affected the taping that they usually do a live studio studio audience taping but they ended up having to pre-tape some of his stuff and um and then kind of go and tape almost more like a movie whereas when you tape like a live studio audience you do it in show order so it makes sense for the audience Mm -hmm. but it was more just like out of sequence. Do everything right. in this seat, you know, in this area, move to this area. So he is okay. Glad to report that, but he did have a little, um, a little scare. And, uh, you know, they were, they're a team effort and everyone made it happen and pulled it together and made it work. And you're still going to get to see an amazing, um, show. But yeah, it, uh, glad to hear that he's okay. That's awesome. That is awesome to hear. That's scary, um, but awesome. Yeah, exactly. Glad, glad. And, and everyone's very supportive on the set. So, you know, everyone was rallying for him to be okay. And he is. And hopefully we are going to find out soon if, uh, dads is getting up, picked up for a season two. I think that's supposed to happen within the next couple of weeks. So we will keep you guys posted that's on exciting. that. Exciting. My prediction is that it will get picked up. Same as me too, but we haven't gotten into predictions yet. So we will <laughs> get into predictions now. I love the lights. I know. I mean, I knew. I really noticed the pink reflecting off the surfaces in here, and I knew Kevin was gonna. He's like a deer in headlights. He's like, he. You know that it's ADD. Absolutely, I can't focus. You know that they say that um, in in order to to uh, trap, like I think it's raccoons or possums or something that they put shiny things in traps and they get like distracted. You're like a possum. Oh, that gets like you like. You're like, I am too. I'm like walking in a mall and I see diamonds. I'm like, oh, diamonds. And then I veer away. <laughs> I would totally get trapped in it. I like love a, shiny things. Yeah. So more shiny Kevin, did you see him? Like these lights. I, I, I was totally distracted. And, and possum, I, get distra- I get distracted. I've been called a lot of things, but possum, that's a first. Wait, don't they go to sleep or something? They play dead, Joe. Yeah. They play, yeah. They stick their tongues out. <laughs> and, so then they get in the trap and they play dead and they're like, oh, it's dead. Let it go. And then it runs out. See, it's like, who cares if it gets trapped? But anyway. What's the point of all Check that? the heartbeat. We, he, I don't know. Uh, yeah, on a rabid possum in a trap. I don't think so. Uh, prediction wise, we all just kind of said that we think that, uh, you two said you think it's going to get picked up for season two. I agree and I'm hoping that it will. But what do you have predictions story wise, guys? Yeah, we have what, two episodes left? Yeah, we've got two. Or three. Two. 
Two? Yeah. Two more. 18. Oh, wow. Um, I predict that there will be another run-in with Veronica and Eli. Okay. Seven? I predict that one of the fathers is going to date a woman. Okay, you're thinking, okay. I am going to predict that one of the fathers is going to be like, you know what? I think that we should, I should just go. And there's going to be, and then you're going to see that although they complain about the, one or both, they, they complain about their dads being gone. They're going to want them back. Kind of like the episode where they left because of the a dad the first abuse. one, right? But yeah. I feel like it's going to be like more, have like a more somber note. Like they're going to really like leave or they're going to, yeah. And then they're going to bring them back. I may predict that, oh, oh sorry, um, that... Camilla and Warner may try and have another baby or something. Yeah, and then it might go awry or something right. funny might happen. That would yeah. be funny. Like, that let's have another really baby. Yeah, that could be good too. Like, I feel like he'd be afraid or something or like he's the baby. or so, it, it would be a spin, obviously. Yeah. But I think it would be just funny to watch. Of course, to watch her like demand to mm-hmm. have a baby with him and him get scared or have <laughs> bad dreams that he's a baby or something. Yeah. You know, I just see something funny happening. Okay. All right. Well... You guys, we are excited that we are here talking about dads. It was a funny episode, and we are hoping that we get to do more of this because the season is coming to an end. So make sure you tune in and listen and watch our last two episodes. We will let you know as soon as we hear that uh, dads is going to be picked up for season two. Crossing our fingers. And please keep the conversation going and rate and comment and let us know what you think on iTunes. Um, tell a friend and keeps the lights on here for us so we can talk about the show for you guys so thank you again for watching this week and we will see you guys next week i am your host lauren leonelli you can find me at lauren leonelli on twitter facebook instagram vine and my website i'm her host kevin john you can find me on twitter at instagram at hey kevin john or on my website and i'm jennifer golden you can find me on instagram Twitter and Pinterest because that's my new favorite sure. at Jen the Jew and my website is jennifergolden.com Capiche! Alright, we'll see you next week <laughs> Capiche! Capiche! Executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Capiche. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 